CPAC 2020, the event of the year for conservatives. The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C., was there interviewing all the right kind of people. And now, your host, Gail Trotter. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of Right in D.C. We're at CPAC talking with some amazing people who are out there getting the message out about conservative ideas and reporting about what's going on without the propaganda or the leftist twin tilt that we see in many places. Today I'm speaking with Cabot Phillips. He's the editor-in-chief of campusreform.org. Cabot, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So what is going on with colleges and should we be concerned? Well, yes, we should be concerned. and uh, What we should be concerned with is liberal bias on campus. So our publication is campusreform.org and so we cover liberal bias and abuse on campus. So we, our entire site is devoted to that. We wrote over 1,400 stories last year alone. 1,400 stories, wow. 1,400 and so we have a team of 100 student reporters around the country as well as full-time reporters here in Northern Virginia and we are trying to shine a light on what's going on. So when people hear liberal bias on campus, which is that's what I'm talking about. Uh, I think it's easy for it to be a vague concept for people, but a few areas that we see liberal bias on campus. First, uh, in the way that student groups are treated. Oftentimes, conservative student groups aren't getting the same funding that their liberal counterparts are getting, and they're not just not even getting approved, whether the student government won't vote to approve them or you know, universities won't allocate them funds because they don't like their ideology. So they have a, a pot of money that they're taking from the campuses, the universities, and the colleges, and they're doling it out among various competing groups. Exactly, and they're not giving that money to conservative groups at the same rate they are liberal groups, so that's one element of it. Another element is free speech suppression. So oftentimes conservative students will try and go on campus and recruit for their clubs, and it's almost always conservative groups that have administrators, campus police coming up saying... Campus police? They're sending the campus police to tell students that they can't recruit for their groups. Yes, and so they are telling them, well, you have to go to our free speech zone, or you have to apply now, you have to get a permit in order to talk to students on public property on a college campus. So many times these free speech zones will be secluded in the back of the campus where you're not going to find anyone to talk to. Well, isn't a university supposed to be entirely a free speech zone? Isn't that the entire point of the mission of a university or a college? You would think that, but you would be very wrong if you assumed that every university was operating that way, unfortunately, and you know that's not the case, and, and sadly many Americans aren't aware that that is the case. Right. So that is one another element of it, and the other element that we see of liberal bias is in the classroom, where professors are indoctrinating students and, and teaching them not how to think critically, but what to think. And again, there's nothing wrong if a student graduates from college and becomes a liberal in the end, as long as they've had a chance to hear both sides of it and make up their own mind. That's when I, I think we start to see a problem. And so for people... But how is it possible for the professors at these universities really to offer the other side if academia is so relentlessly leftist? Well, th it's not really possible in many cases. And so there are good professors, but overwhelmingly the professors are, are teaching people to think what or what to think and not how to think. And so some data on that, because some people might say, well, you've got a few anecdotal stories. I'm sure some students exaggerate. National Association of Scholars looked at a study where they looked at uh, over 30 states, 12,000 professors, and they found that of the 12,000 professors' political donations, there were just 22 of them who had donated to Republican candidates in the last five years. Say that again. What were the numbers? 22 professors out of 12,000 had donated to Republican candidates. The ratio for those who donated to Democrats was 95 to 1. 
one. 95 to one. So do you think the problem is that conservatives are not smart enough to be professors at these universities? Or do you think there's a bias against hiring people who have conservative thought, particularly in these humanities dis disciplines or the political science discipline? I think there's two sides to it. One, I certainly think there is a bias where administrators are, um, first off, they're, they're scared against coming out as conservative, or many times they're even scared of donating to Republican candidates because they know that that information can get out. And so the hiring practices, I think that's part of it. And I think the bigger side of it is a lot of people, when they're rising through academia, when they're a student and they're trying to pick their career, they look at what their professors were like. And so if you're a conservative student and you see academia and how leftist it is, you say, that doesn't really seem like a, a, a friendly area for me to go into. That doesn't seem like something I want to do. Right. So a lot of times it's, it's self-selecting where a lot of young, bright conservatives don't want to go into academia. And we need more people to do that. We need to empower young people that to say, hey, you can't wash your hands of our education system. We can't just ignore it and say, well, it's always going to be liberal. But if it's 95 to 1 or 99, I don't even remember the exact number, 95 to 1, is that not just a Sisyphean task to, it's something that can't possibly be accomplished? We need to be patient. And I think that one element that we are improving on that's kind of the first step in all of this is raising public awareness. So in the last five years, for example, there's been a 25% increase in polling data of the number of Americans who say that college is failing students. So American people are starting to wake up to the fact that, hey, we're paying for a service that we're not getting a return on our investment. We're paying tens of thousands of dollars a year for an education that's not actually teaching people to think critically. So that's the first step, I think, is people waking up to it. And then from here moving forward, I think it starts to be with taxpayers saying, well, what's our money going towards? Holding the universities accountable. And it's going to take alumni to stop donating to their alma maters if they're not pleased with the way that the university is operating. So to put you on the spot, of those 14 stories, what is the most outrageous one or your favorite for being so crazy? Do you have one that you could identify for us? So there, there's too many to choose from. I think the craziest stories that we've seen this year were conservative students being assaulted on campus, which we had numerous stories of leftist protesters, Antifa members, and, and we even had a story this year of a, of a professor assaulting conservative students on campus. Wait, a professor that is paid by the students and is supposed to be a role model yep. assaulted a conservative student. Yep. So this was in Illinois. Uh, I believe it was uh, Illinois Urbana was the campus, and there was a conservative student that was filming a liberal protest led by a professor, which seems strange that a professor is allowed to lead a political protest on campus. And this it must have been the free speech zone, right? <laughs> of course, the liberal students never told him to move to the free speech zone. And the professor came up and told him to stop filming. The student said, no, you're on public property. And the, the professor wrestled the phone away from the student, threw his phone, trying to break his phone away, started threatening him, saying he was going to beat him up. And the, the, the professor actually ended up suing the student because the professor said the student was defaming him afterwards by publishing the video. So that was a, a pretty crazy story that we covered. Other stories of students um, having uh, biased tests and, and questions given to them. Uh, one, there was a, an essay prompt where it was asking, write an essay about the three most racist things that the Republican Party has done. That was the, that was the essay prompt. Wow. We've seen other ones where students, there was a question, uh, uh, President Trump's going to be speaking tomorrow, his slogan, America First. There was a test question saying, President Trump's 
America First slogan is A, B, C, and D. All four answers were racist, sexist, paying homage to the KKK, or all of the above. That was that was the, the only way you could answer correctly was that. We've seen students lose a, a letter grade on their test for, or in their essay for using the word mankind because it wasn't gender inclusive. So those are some of the crazier stories that come to mind, but I can't pick just one. I mean, you're... So do you think it'll backfire with this young generation who lose a letter grade for saying mankind or, you know, not referring to somebody by the correct pronoun? Or do you think it's it's something that they don't feel like, I mean, are they just drinking it in with the water? Or, is, or do you think there'll be a backlash against I think right now they are drinking it in. And right now they don't think that there's any other opinion that they can have than a liberal one. And so many young people do feel that pressure. And they, they look around first at what happens to conservatives and they say, I don't want to be ostracized. I don't want to face any threats. I don't want to lose points on a test. And so that's one element of it. And the other element is they're just not hearing the conservative side. So they don't even know what the alternative is to what they're hearing. Now, I do think that there is a chance young people traditionally like to stick it to the man. You know, younger generations like kind of being rebellious and they don't like being told what to say, what to think, what to do. And when you constantly have this, you know, leftist indoctrination going on and when you constantly have the speech police and the thought police telling people, here's what you can think, here's what you can't think. I do think there's an, a certain element there where people are going to start to say, come on, this is ridiculous. I can think whatever I want. But if there's not an alternative there for them to go to, it doesn't really matter because they're not going to embrace conservatism if they're not actually hearing those ideas. So there has to be kind of something we have to be there on those campuses filling that vacuum. And that's why it's important for us to to empower those conservative voices on campus. So if people want to learn more about what you're doing, where can they go? Campusreform.org is our website. And so we have roles for everyone. If you're a student, you want to write for us. We have, like I said, 110 student reporters. You can apply there. If you're just a concerned parent or person in the community, we have an investigator program where you can you know, go to your local campuses and you can pull the reading list and go through the syllabus on campus and see what's really being taught. That's stuff that we can write stories about, things there. And so we have a, a spot for everyone, but campusreform.org is our website. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of CPAC. Absolutely. You as well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also, follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.